See, that would be the other really cool thing. I was thinking about that, too. It was uh, the Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch. Was uh, the Meg. I know you wanted to see that. I do want to see that. Fucking looks so stupid. It does look stupid, but it also looks hilarious at the same time. Hey folks, welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the tumultuous history of MoviePass. Remember, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe and share it with your pals. So get your headphones on, you're about to get jacked. All right, everybody, uh, welcome again to the show, and uh, like I said, we are going to talk about MoviePass, but before we get into that, Anthony has an uh, article which he says he wants my deep, professional, and profound opinion on, so Anthony, what, uh, what did you find on the internet in terms of an article or story? <clears throat> All right, so this article is from Forbes. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'm just going to, I'm not even summarizing the whole thing because it's pretty damn long but uh i'm gonna go over kind of the front or the first few paragraphs of it uh mostly because i don't care about the rest of it i just want to get your take on it and it's what trump's new ag means for the cannabis industry so uh they talk about the some of the election stuff but uh michigan became the 10th state to fully legalize marijuana for adults while the successful ballot measures in Missouri and Utah brings the total number of states with medical marijuana laws to 33. Um, numerous pro-legislation candidates were also elected, yada, yada, yada. Um, let me go. Wait, so this this new attorney general, this is the Whitaker guy, right? He's the one that replaced Jeff Sessions? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it came the day after the election when U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions resigned. Uh, with Sessions off the table, you know, obviously uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. However, be hopeful, not surprising, giving Sessions outspoken and outdated prohibitionist views that good people don't smoke marijuana was one of Sessions' views. Every single person that I know that smokes marijuana is a, is an evil, evil, pure black-hearted, vile creature and subhuman type being. As expected, you fall <laughs> deeply within the session's beliefs. Yep. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to go back in, uh, I'm not going to go, because then it goes on about uh, Trump's, uh, you know, publicly disagreed with Sessions on the marijuana policy. That's more or less what I think I want to talk about from this article, because there's been this article, which actually has a lot of, a lot of, uh, sway on what what's to come with uh, some of the future laws but there's been a lot of stuff recently where trump there's a lot of accusations there's a lot of even him talking about it uh but with knowing that there's 33 states that are medically legal 10 states that are fully legal uh the attorney general's changing trump's uh pretty much given the appearance that he's for marijuana what do you think about this whole whole shoot match? Not Trump or any of that, but essentially the marijuana situation. Oh, I've got all kinds of opinions. I've got ooh, I've got some opinions. 
Uh, as as far as marijuana is concerned, though, why shouldn't it be legalized? I mean, that it, it seems like a duh kind of opinion, man. I mean, it's not hurting anybody. Did you say a duh or a del? A d- it's a del. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Wait, that's... Is that Dell? Yeah, that's Dell. That's a Intel processor. I don't know. Marijuana should be legal. <laughs> I don't know what else you want from from me from this article. I mean, more and more states are going in that direction. Whether it's uh, just just medical legalization or if it's full full blown recreational uh, legalization. And I don't smoke personally, but I know a lot of people that do that. Uh, in Alaska, since it became legal in Alaska, they said, man, it's great. You know, you don't have to know a guy. You don't have to, you know, smoke some of your stuff with the guy when he comes over to give you your stuff. You go to a <laughs> store and it's, it, it's, it's clean. It's neat. Everything is priced, you know, and everything's got the flavors written out on it. They, they said it's wonderful. They said it's really good. So I don't see. What, what do you think? So. Like it said, 33 states are now, uh, so the majority, you can actually say now, the majority of the U.S. is signed off for medical medical use, yeah. marijuana. Ten of those states, so obviously still some battles there for full legalization or mm-hmm. recreational legalization. Um, there's just so much going for it. It To me, personally, at this point, it... it to me, it's a very clear situation of being like the 1920s and the prohibition is coming to an end and everybody mm-hmm. knows it. There's too much money involved. There's too much, uh, uh, I guess, reason, you know, like or, or reasoning for it not to not be here. Right. So it's like clearly going in the right direction. But what do you think the tipping point is? Because there's going to be a tipping point to where they're like, this is ridiculous because it is kind of getting ridiculous. I mean, we, we, do we got to hit 30, 30 states that legally do it? And then they're like, dude, what is the point of this anymore? Well, I don't know. Didn't didn't Canada just legalize? Yes, they did. So Canada just legalized. I guess there's been a bunch Fully of... Fully legalized because they had properties or whatever. What is it? Properties or how is it? Provinces? Yeah, 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 yeah. Provinces, right? So they yeah. had provinces that had legalization. Yeah, now the whole shoot match in Canada is legal. And I know Mexico has like sent you know, ambassadors or dignitaries or, or something to go check out how they did it so they could start formulating laws for south of the border I'm, as well. I'm pretty sure it's always been legal in, in Mexico. I just... I don't think that it is. For, for, for what When you said that, all that came to mind was like a few years ago when they were catapulting big satchels. Do you ever see that video? Okay, all right, all right. So <laughs> of them shooting those I mean, satchels over be, the border could, of weed. I'm like, what? That could be the difference between, you know, legalization and just not proper enforcement <laughs> of laws that are on the books. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think, I think I read somewhere that, yeah, they're, they're sending people north to go see what this Canadian weed's all about. To see if it can be again, you're you're what you're doing here is just hilarious. Why? Because they're not. You just said Mexico's <laughs> sending people north. They're not doing research, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wait, it's, they're just it's sending so people funny. to get high in Canada. Well, I don't know what you're what you're getting at. Are you making a political joke? I was making. You're a making political, a political joke, and yeah. it's just so funny because you just kept, you just kept like lining them out there. Anyway, these Mexicans <laughs> in Canada 
figuring out what Canadian weed's all about. That sounds like an awesome movie, dude. If can can you imagine a a, a place where Canada it's legal, Mexico is legal, and we are just the stick in the mud baloney in this weed sandwich? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So, I mean, as as far as a tipping point goes, I'm sure there will be a, a tipping point. Um, you know, probably probably closer in line with. Uh, it, what happened with gay marriage a few years ago? You know, a few states legalized where, where it, it like then, built up, right? And then it, was it was just like kind of a wave that just over hit, hit. and then it was it was uh, legal on a federal level. Um, so I, I think that will happen. I, I I mean I don't know when. To, I'm not like a political analyst or anything. I, I no think, no. I just want your views. I'm not asking for. I think that if you know. Because a lot of the holdouts are in the more conservative branches of the government. Donald Trump, if he is for this thing, he's going to have kind of a fight on his hands within his own party to to get it legalized. Because it's not a popular Republican issue. You know, it's probably more in line with like a, a libertarian or a, or a progressive type person. So who knows if he's, if he's successful, if he really, I don't know what to believe in yeah. In politics these days, right, right. No, agreed. agreed. It's kind of a I, crazy agreed place. There, I just thought it was just kind of interesting because it's like this uh, amassing thing that just like, every time you read about it, it's like it's just growing. In, in, in as in growing, not in a bad sense, but growing as in like it's turning, growing that bud, and turning, grow, and I'm growing them buds, boy. <laughs> no, but it just seems like that. And then of course there, there's there's states that uh, I should have read them, but there was a couple of states that like, nope, we're off the, we're off this for another year. We're drug free. Yeah, or whatever. And it's like, come on, man. Dare to say no. That's just I I don't know. I just think that uh, us as a the United States, we have a, a financial responsibility to just get past this thing. All the resources that are still being wasted on this. We've got cops and DEA agents and prisons. And and that's just that side of it, not to include congressmen and women, uh, Senate, men and women, all these other people that are against it and for it. It's like, stop wasting your fucking time. Let's close this bad boy out and move on to an actual thing. Yeah, there's you know, there's a lot of people that are in prison because of it that, in my mind, they, they got no business being in prison because of a little weed. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure many of those have... A lot of weed's a different thing. Other <laughs> yeah, the, the dealers and, the, and whatnot. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, statistically, it's less hazardous... Than yeah. drinking than yeah, alcohol. That, that's been proven. Yeah, and you know someone's going to get high and and play Call of Duty on their couch at home. Didn't eat a shitload of food. And eat a shitload of food, um, as opposed to basically, if they legalize marijuana, it's a subsidy on the uh, agriculture uh, industry in the country. Because <laughs> well, it's also more food. <laughs> well, that's fun. That's true. Uh, and what's also funny about that as well is, uh, <laughs> they're you're also going to see not only from agricultural, but you're going to see your local food stores <laughs> and, and fast up. food and fast food places increase some revenue because everybody's smoking dope. Not everybody. I mean, it'd be just like alcohol. Everybody does a drink. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that the impact on, on a group is definitely less, less uh, negative 
uh, unlike alcohol. You know, alcohol, there's all those statistics of drunk drivers, of uh, assault, of this, of that, of this, of that, you know, and I've, and it's funny because I, I was speaking to a former, a former cop about this and I asked, hey, you know, explain to me the difference. And this guy wasn't for weed, but he's like, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, but it was funny because he's like, yeah, man, you pull over, you pull over a, a pothead for driving too fucking slow where an alcoholic wants to fight you and they're, they're swerving all over the road. <laughs> However, uh, he did say that uh, potheads, when, you, when potheads get into an accident, it's because they uh, delay reaction time. Sure. So, I mean, that's that's kind of that part of it. But <clears throat> even regardless of all that, I just find that all of these resources, all of this stuff that's currently happening based around this whole thing, you know, in a work environment, obviously you can't smoke dope and work. I get it. Like, everybody's got to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but outside of work, I, personally, I feel like it should be treated just like alcohol. Yes, I know that there's issues with testing. They're working on how to test someone. Um, but for we, we got to get past this. There's so many more things that companies should be spending money on. The government, in my mind, it's like, why are we wasting all this shit well, to they, fight this thing? They, losing? If they legalize it, then they can they can regulate it, and then you know they can regulate it, and they can they can tax it. You know, I mean, well, they're already taxing it. I, I know in in the, those specific yeah. locations and stuff, and it it has been a, a boost, uh, a, huge, a shot in the arm huge. for those, some of them, some of those states, but. Yep. Um, huge revenue rather than all that money disappearing underground to the you know your exactly. local local drug dealer it it can uh i don't know i i i think it just on all fronts it just makes sense to do it too much sense right it it's makes, one of those things eh, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense um and uh yeah i i think it'll happen sooner or later yeah agreed all right, well, that wraps up that, that article. Uh, it, it's an interesting topic, and I'm sure there are people much more suited to talk about it uh, on, like, the political front, on the marijuana front itself mm. than us. But it's really interesting to kind of kind of think about. And I hope, you know, for the, the good people out there that I know that smoke it that aren't monsters, you know, I hope they get their day in the sun. Well, right, but even... You know, real brief before we shut it out, uh, you know, I watched one of those. Well, I've watched several of those. Uh, uh, damn it. What's, I, I forget which uh, channel it was broadcasted on, but where they go and visit the dispensaries and they go and visit, like, these new pot bars and all this stuff. But a very, very interesting thing um, with that was one of those bars. It was like, man, there was a retired teacher. There was a high school kid. There was an attorney. There mm-hmm. was, And they're like, look, man. Uh, the, the retired teachers flat out told the story of, like, I've always wanted to smoke marijuana. Um, I did it when I was in high school, you know, which for her was, I think, in the 60s. Uh, and, you know, I didn't get to do it because of my work through my life. But, you know, finding myself now, I go to this public area. Uh, we, we smoke some weed together. And I've got to meet some uh, a young guy that I would never talk to just simply because of, you know, the demographic, all the differences and all of that. Not because I, I, I don't want to, but, um, and then I'm talking to a lawyer and I'm talking, talking to all these different people and, you know, we get high and we just kind of bullshit and it's been a really good experience. And, you know, the attorney said the same thing and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, you, you know, that really kind of opens your mind up on like, not to say that alcohol, you don't get to meet people or whatever, but, um, we're containing this this deal and acting like it's 
fucking meth or crack cocaine mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like, man. Well, and then on on top of all that too, I mean, that's all just on like the recreational side, correct? And the penal side and the and the taxation side, but there's also on the medical side too, where there's so many different benefits. Yeah. That uh, people people have talked about in in their usage uh, of the stuff where. You know, it's got it's got great benefits that we probably haven't even tested to their fullest potential yet. Right. Yeah. A lot of medicinal purposes. You know. So are the pharmaceutical industries and are those guys lobbying hard against marijuana? I would have to assume that they are. So that yeah, I don't. I'm, that I'm not sure you know? of. I mean, uh, I do know from personal experience with people that got it. Uh, my grandmother who passed away during chemo to bring back appetite, and I know of other cancer victims that that helped that and it helped them man i mean and there's a lot of other things that it helps obviously with uh being a a medicine of sort but that's that's what i'm saying i mean like it's why it blows my mind in this day and age that there's so many resources that are that are pulling there's so many people that are that don't and it's like dude you don't have to believe in it you don't have to agree with it but let's just get it over with and move forward this isn't one of those things it's not like marijuana was just introduced and it's not like it's a synthetic drug that's mm-hmm. manufactured in someone's bathtub that uh there's no deaths or there's it's no gonna make you or, chew someone's face well, off right right and that's the thing i guess and it's not that it bothers me i just feel like chewing someone's face off well that bothers me but as a society we can't get past these things like logically no we have to debate them for years and years and we have to go and i, I don't know i just think it's kind of it's crazy. a it's a big wheel and there's a lot of people in it, it takes a lot to get it turning but once it gets turning it typically turns so i i I think it will change, but we are going to to jump in the episode today. We're going to talk about Movie Pass. Uh, Movie Pass is something that I've been kind of following on and off for the last couple years uh, with a couple of personalities that I I watch occasionally on YouTube. But basically, what it is, it's a um, it's a a monthly subscription service where you pay a fee and you get to go. Uh, to the movie you get to go see a movie you know every day of that month uh, for that that subscription service all right and and with this subscription service uh, like i said you could just you can go see movies and so a lot of people when they heard movies in theater movies in theater specifically just to be clear yeah so a lot of people when they heard of this concept they said well that's unrealistic and unsustainable but uh, they went forward with it anyway. So I'm just going to give you kind of a breakdown. And I got this this breakdown from uh, the NewYorkTimes.com. Uh, in July 2011, led by entrepreneurs Stacy Spikes and Hamlet Watt, MoviePass starts its service with an initial beta test in San Francisco with the hopes of letting people see a movie a day for a monthly fee. The company hopes to outlast its other fledgling competitors to become the Netflix of movie theaters. But when 19,000 people sign up for the service in a single day, they find that theaters are resistant to letting people in. Uh, And then the test run never really gets off the ground back in 2011. In October 2012, a beta version is rolled out with a monthly price ranging between $29 and $34 a month. Um, uh, And so, so people were pretty excited about that. And then in December 2014, 
after a worrisome year in movie attendance, AMC grudgingly enters into a partnership with MoviePass, which until then had been swatted away by other major theater chains. Um, and so, so far, what do you what are you thinking of MoviePass? How are you feeling about this this prospect? It's it's a bumpy road that leads nothing but uh, to to misery and despair. Uh, it sounds just like everything else that's going on right now, man. This mm-hmm. whole subscription thing is like, in my mind, gotten out of control. Like everything, because there's software I use now that it's on subscription basis. You can get a freaking loot crate or whatever crate. I mean, li- literally, you can get any crate you want full of shit that you may or may not need. And that's what this sounds like to me. It's like, well, you there may be some shitty movies in the theater. And that's what they're banking on. This business model mm-hmm. is built off of uh, banking on that you're not going to watch a movie or two in the month. That's how they generate uh, revenue is right. really, uh, that's a new business, new, well, not new business model, but that has been a very popular, very business. pop, yeah. very popular business model. Um, with a lot of these services is like, okay, well, if every 10th person doesn't reap these rewards this month or next month or whatever it is, then we're in the money. Okay. Go ahead. So to, to continue, so that was, uh, they partnered with uh, AMC, AMC. Yeah. in 2014. Fast forward to 2017 in August, uh, AMC and MoviePass part ways because MoviePass drops their price now down to nine ninety five a month for one ticket, right? For as many movies a month as you want to go see. Oh shit! See, like I would have signed up for that one if I can go to any theater. You're dang right. And in two days after that announcement, a hundred and fifty thousand more people signed up for Movie Pass because they're like, "This is a great, great deal." AMC, you know, they broke up the this partnership with Movie Pass because they said it's unsustainable and you're going to let people down uh, in the future. So, uh, so MoviePass also catches the eye of Helios and Matheson, uh, which buys a controlling stake in the company for $27 million. Uh, December 2017, uh, the company looks like it's doing well. A million new subscribers sign up in four months. Um, and everyone is, everyone's excited that even though they don't have these partnerships with the theater, they say that they're going to make up the missing revenue by selling user data on, you know, theater habits, especially of young people, of millennials that make up like 75% of the movie going audience. Uh, fast forward again to April, uh, 2018 this year, the movie pass subscriber rates approaches 3 million, but cracks begin to emerge as customers complain about glitches, shifts in service and extensive delays in membership card arrivals. An auditor even expresses substantial doubt about its ability to continue as a going concern. Um, company leaders aren't faced, you know, uh, outwardly. They they. So how many theaters is this place hooked up with? Uh, this article doesn't say, but I know they have select uh, theaters that they, they partnered with. Uh, obviously not AMC anymore. Um, Helios, get this. They've lost twenty million a month since September of two thousand seventeen, and they said, "Hey, don't worry about it. We got enough money to get us through next year." Uh, then in June of two thousand eighteen, uh, Gotti is released. Um, 
by MoviePass Ventures, uh, that's the company's film financing arm, uh, to a 0% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, then AMC decided that they were going to jump on this, and they made their own subscription service, $20 a month, um, which is the price point AMC says for profitability. And then it says other discounters by contrast will continue to be hemorrhaging trash as a not-so-subtle jab at the MoviePass folks. <laughs> then in July of 2018, MoviePass suffers a service outage and borrows $5 million after admitting it cannot pay its bills. The company announces it will then raise its subscription price from $10 to $14.95 and limit the viewing availability of Blockbuster releases. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> exactly. This is this is the this is the rocky storied history of, of MoviePass. Uh, it continues. August 2nd, 2018, uh, they slide 56% on the stock market. Uh, the company writes in a press release, we're going through a rough patch, not unlike what other disruptive enterprises experienced in their early days. The statement also lashes out against theaters, accusing them of charging exorbitant prices and selling overpriced concessions. So now they're going after theaters. Uh, it doesn't say in this article, but I also saw somewhere online where they compared themselves to like, an Uber or um, what is the what's the the one where you you go to someone else's apartment? Um, VRB or whatever, Airbnb. Airbnb, yeah. They, yeah. So they compared themselves to those types, and they said, you know, all of these you know groundbreaking, really uh, innovative companies suffered at first, like we are suffering. We will get we will get through this. August 6th of 2018, they reduced the number of movies that subscribers can see from one a day to three a month. <laughs> so, so then they drop off big time. Uh, they say most people don't see more than three, three movies a month anyway. Uh, they'll not be affected at all. And uh, then they drop the price back down to $9.99 uh, and says it will do away with surge pricing. Uh, then they add more and more restrictions. August 16th um, it says they will only be able to choose from six movies daily with limited showtime. So now maybe you can't go see the movie at the time you wanted to go see it. And oh my God, it just so gets many stipulations. It just gets and... worse and worse from there. Um, so <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's it's funny to think it was a good idea. Uh, shoot, you know, and, and like the people I was watching online said, it would be, it would be cool. Sign up for it now because it will surely fail. <laughs> and, uh, well, right. So has. this is, uh, I did check Alaska. So it has the majority of our theaters on there. Oh, does it? It does. Um, and then it does say movie pass, enjoy three movies per month. It's on us, which I don't understand because then right below it says nine ninety five. It's on us for nine ninety five. Yeah, but is yeah. that three? So that's three. So tickets. enjoy enjoy three movies per month. It's on us. Nine ninety five a month. Get started. See both blockbuster and independent films. Choose from a rotating select number of films daily, accessible via our online schedule. <laughs> Buy additional tickets with discounts up to $5. Watch at 91% of movie theaters in the U.S. Dang. Get invites. Let's look at this uh, 
online schedule. It literally, so it's actually showing you movies. That you can go to? I guess so. It says the following is a list of movies available with your movie pass card. Using movie pass at an e-ticketing theater, all movies and showtimes are available. Now, I'm not exactly up to speed on what movies are out, but these are not some good-looking movies. <laughs> are they some real B-rated movies or older movies or what? I'm just not sure, man. Um, looks like some independent films. Looks like, well, Venom would be cool. Oh, wait, we already saw Venom. <laughs> I'd watch um, it again. I, I wouldn't would watch too. it for nine ninety five a month. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Maybe I'm just not up to up to speed on what movies are at. I don't know, man. I mean, like, it's so it's so hokey. Well, how often do you go to the movies? I mean, it, not granted, not enough. You dude. would if you paid nine ninety five a month, you'd go more. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, you'd go, yeah. You'd go every weekend if you could. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I if I had a, you know, nine nine ninety nine a month and it was unlimited. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'd I'd buy a card for uh, shit. Me and my wife, maybe my daughter, my son. I don't. I mean, I'd probably have a card for everybody because then it'd be like, dude. You watch one movie and it's worth it because right now a matinee film's eight bucks, mm-hmm. uh, regular film's thirteen bucks. Well, and it sounds like you know as I was going through that timeline there, it talked about how AMC offered an alternative service to it as well at, for a little bit higher price, you know, twenty bucks a month. But if it's sustainable at those kinds of prices, I mean. What would be what would be the the most you would pay for a uh, a movie pass type service that gave you uh, unlimited movies a month for a Pro- subscription? Well, subscription what's, it's funny because now you got my mind kind of thinking on this. So we've got uh, cat theaters or coming attractions theaters, which is a a fairly good sized theater company outside of. Uh, Western Washington and Oregon. Okay. Um, they also have that little. Uh, wow, shit! What is it called? That little thing right across the street with the go karts and the the arcade. And oh, laser sure, tag. sure, 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 sure. Yeah, the yeah, fun yeah, zone. Yeah. The fun, fun zone. zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've done that at other locations too. Um, so I have their little their little points card, man. And I'm gonna tell you the truth that uh, I'm more prone to pay the full price or a matinee price for the ticket if I got a better deal on concession because. It's not really the movie. I don't find it being the movie price that expensive. Sure. I find the concession being kind of outrageously priced. So to tell you the truth, at this time, you know, I I don't see a lot of value in it. What if what if you could get for twenty five bucks a month, uh, unlimited movie movie tickets and a uh, a large popcorn and soda pop? That's like right around retail price, dude. Twenty five bucks a month? Oh, not for unlimited. So for every unlimited. time I every time yeah. I win, I got a free large popcorn. Heck yeah, man. Then I'd be interested. You'd be down. Well, yeah, because I mean, you think about it. Because I thought about it after you said that nine ninety nine at blush at first blush that sounds pretty good, but a matinee is eight bucks. <laughs> and whoops. I whoops movie pass <laughs> right isn't mat- matinee is eight bucks or seven fifty or something? Yeah, it's well, it's you know cheaper than a nighttime so, showing. Well, right, and so. Right now, I can just walk in that piece and watch a movie a month, which exceeds what I'm currently watching right now pretty dramatically. Well, and and realistically, if you had a subscription service that you were 
you had that access for unlimited movies, I feel like you'd be pushing the envelope of what you really wanted to watch. Yeah. You know, you'd be yeah. like, I don't, I don't particularly care for the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 3, The Return of the Pants, but... I got the movie pass. I might as well go see the damn thing, you know. Well, right, right. I mean, yeah. Uh, I uh, yes, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. I, then you, I would see a lot more movies. I, I, I just don't know, man. Like I said, I'd rather have like a, and their little deal isn't super bad. I've had a good experience with coming attractions theaters because, like, I've you stack your points up. You know, I've got like a large soda and a large thing on there already built up and i'll catch a matinee if not i'll catch a a a late night movie or whatever but it's at my own i don't feel like i have to i have to use it because that's i I feel like that that service would turn into one of those things to where like you know you look at your monthly statements at some point when you're reviewing your finances gym membership (laughs) yeah i'd be like well yeah well it's like uh an example for me like i use a gym for me but an example for me is I bought Texture, which is a, a, a magazine service, okay. nine ninety nine a month, and you get like they offer I think like a hundred different magazines for few for the first few months. Man, I was shit. I got so many damn magazines. It was you great. I was I was just yeah. But now I'm like I keep forgetting to upload them. It's not a huge part of my of who I am, and I'm like shit. Maybe I should just cancel that service. Yeah, I feel like this is that. Yeah, I, I really do now. Like. I, I personally think that if they built something around like concession to where yeah. they drove people toward like a universal concession deal card, uh, that would probably draw more people because then they would feel like, hey, I'm really getting something in my re- out of so this. So not just the movie, but the experience. If you could sell a subscription yeah. service for the whole experience, you'd be more 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 prone. You get you get the movie, you get a couple of concessions. And if it's a place that's got, you know, the go-karts and the arcades, you get a couple free tickets to go do some of those things. Well, well sure, but so if you bought – because here's the catch with it, too, as far as the business model goes. Any guy with uh, – any guy or gal – you got a family, I got a family. So in order for me to utilize it for my family, I would have to get everybody. So if it's just me or I'm taking my kid, then it's still – I'm still paying for – his or her ticket, and I'm still paying for a concession for them, right? Because I'm like, shit, are they? Am I gonna buy them this movie pass thing too? And are they going to go to three, three freaking movies a month? Because that in itself, I mean, like, think about concession for three movies with your whole family. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's an event. It's an event. We got to save up for it. You dip into the kids' college fund. You know, to, well, it's like, yeah, no, no new <laughs> shoes this month, kids. Yes. But let's go watch let's the third movie. The th- yeah, the third movie in a row. I hope you really like popcorn. <laughs> Put as much in your pockets as you I can. I know, I know. Fill your pockets with candy from the store, the dollar store. Uh, so I don't know. I don't. How long do you think they're gonna hold on there? I think their idea is a good idea. I just don't think. Uh, I I feel like it's. Uh, not structured appropriately, the like la- like if they had it streaming at home for nine ninety five a month, killed it, yeah, fucking killed it. They would have killed it, dude. Well, they they you know they raised their price again, so maybe they're finding maybe the the waves are are you know settling down a little bit, um, but still, I mean, uh, three movies a month at 
one of our selected three movies and showtime. That's what I'm saying. It's too much. It's too It's too much work for a subscription service. Is a far cry from what they promised at the beginning. Whatever movie you want, whenever you want, for nine ninety five. Yeah, see, twenty nine ninety nine a month. You know, twenty nine at the beginning. That's yeah. what it was. So if it was nine ninety five, like I just roll up anytime, then there's a chance I might get it. Yeah, but with all the stipulations and having to freaking figure out the movies, and I just don't know, man. I mean, like, because I want to go see the fucking movie I want to see. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't want all these these rules and guidelines and be like, oh shit, sorry, sir, you got to pay full price. You're yeah. Like, What's the point of this fucking car? You gotta you gotta come to the 11:30 uh, showing. Well, it's like yeah, Thursday. it's like a it's like a limited membership car. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. Uh, if you go buy a silver package for the gym and you live right next door to the gold membership. Yeah. And you're like, I got to drive right past the nice gym and go to the shitty gym two miles away or five miles away that has half the equipment. It'd be nice if they had, when they, during its inception, if they had partnered up with all of these yes. different theaters, if they had come up with a more reasonable pricing plan and actually put some put some thought into a little bit of foresight and had kind of a better business plan. Yeah. I think it could have been really successful, man. Well, yeah, because then they could have did, like, the family pass, like 50 bucks a month. Right. You get three movies of your selection plus the family package, which is two large sodas and a large popcorn. And that's where the theaters are making their money, too, because the theaters just want to get you. They want to get you through the door. Yeah. You get that pass. They want to get you through the door to get to that concession stand so they can make the majority of their money. So I think... If they had done it right, it would have been an area ripe for partnerships with theaters. But Well, yeah, but see, so well, think about that, though, too, man, because a lot of theaters, most theaters now, like, you're going right up to concession to mm -hmm. get your tickets and shit, right? So if they would have structured that appropriately and did, like, the single, the couples package, a couples package, you know, you get, well, same thing, you're like, two... Uh, you get unlimited tickets, or maybe say three movies as a couple, so six six movies collectively. Um, you get every time you go, you get two two sodas and a popcorn. So when you roll up, you're like, hey, we want to watch whatever Venom. We want to watch Transformers twenty five. All right, what two sodas and popcorn would you like? You know, do you want butter on your pie? And it's like this autumn, this smooth mm -hmm. fucking Mister Cool thing. You know that they're gonna upgrade because they're like, man, we got a smoking deal on this package. I think that that would sell to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Making date night easy. You know, doing these things. Bring the family out for only 50 bucks instead of 80. I mean, like, there's that would have been such an easy fucking sale. Well, do you think that uh, though MoviePass is floundering and most likely will fail, do you think this is an opportunity that other entities are going to pounce on? I mean, is this the last we've seen of subscription movie theater services? I don't know. You know, uh, a couple years ago, I was reading some articles. I think it was in Wired Magazine. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was in Wired Magazine, where they were talking about the future of movie theaters. Yeah. Because, you know, years past, like, nothing rivaled the movie theater. C current date, like, your home television is better resolution. A lot of guys have better sound systems. You're in the comfort of your own home. So... Uh, for a little while there, we saw we started seeing you know five six seven years ago, there was this change in who's going to the theater. Granted, you know uh, big movies have have obviously uh, still draw people, but 
Um, I'm I'm still waiting to see what the evolution of the theater is because you know like that like I said that coming attraction theater, but they got the 21 and up theater, so they'll open the side door. You can drink a beer in there. That's I haven't done it yet. I, I at some point I'd like to drink a couple beers watching a movie in theater. I just think that would be pretty cool. Well, they got the uh, Moose's tooth, the Bear's tooth. Yeah, that's all old movies though. Yeah, I know, but it's I mean. Still, that's a good no, no, experience. Oh yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, and you can order food there too. Get your too. pizza, get your beer. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying, like going and watching a brand new movie, the next Avengers movie, cracking a beer open and being like, all right, you know, without it being like hidden. <laughs> Let's get drunk and fuck Thanos up, yeah, man. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and then they have a full uh, restaurant. Well, I, you know, like, well, a half a restaurant in there as well. So I think that what's what's to come. What's to come with uh, the theaters, you know? That's the other question. Um, I don't know, you know? So I don't know if another subscription service... I I really don't know what, what's to come. I feel like it's it's going to evolve as well. Uh, something in the future. Anyways, interesting, interesting conversation. We'll see. Maybe a big guy will pick it up and... Uh, We'll make some changes to the whole the whole shooting match, but I do think, just like everything else, there will be one guy that kind of comes in and helps orchestrate it um, for everyone else. So, Dustin has some type of gadget he is going to bestow upon us. Well, he's going to show us a picture. He's, he'd better not have it in his pocket. <laughs> uh, hey, check this out. Uh, so, Dustin, what gadget have you brought? You can probably sense the excitement coming off of me right now. Because I have something that's very, well, it's very exciting. So before I, I show you what this is, um, I just, I, I want to know. You, you've you've got a couple dogs. You've got a cat, right? Yeah. Yeah? <clears throat> have you ever felt like your bond with these animals is less than what it could be. Do you feel like, you know, there's no. maybe a little piece missing? No. Like, if you were a pack in the in the woods, you might be a little bit closer? No, not really. Like, to be honest, at this point, I contemplate why I still own animals. But So even you admit that you could be closer with your animals, and I respect that opinion, sir. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so, I clearly didn't so, say that, but <laughs> keep moving forward. So, uh, this device is called a uh, a licky brush okay uh so it uh says have you ever wanted to lick your cat well now you can and get this without the fur balls what <laughs> so this is uh it's on kickstarter but i believe it's a pretty old um product and uh yeah it's just like a it's like a silicone tongue that you hold in your mouth and you lick your lick your animal you see with this shit. You <laughs> so right there. What the? F <laughs> what? It's supposed to build a, a bond. It's supposed to uh, reinforce those positive relationships that you have with your animals, especially cats. This guy is such a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Uh, oh, here's another. Here's another video for you right there. You can you can put it in alternate ways. You don't even have to. The tongue doesn't have to be downward facing. It can be upward facing. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> it's a licky brush, man. And if um, 
you know, your 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 kid or your wife needed help combing their hair, you could probably use it for that that too. They probably should have got a different person to do that one. Yeah, that person they look like a crazy person. They do look like a crazy uh, person. Let me read you some of the bullets that have these nice little cat faces. Uh, licking your cat with licky is an oddly meditative practice, soothing for both you and your cat. Uh, grooming is more fun with licky. Try try even grooming your dog your rabbit, or other pets. Uh, develop a deeper relationship with your cat. Be part of the change. Let's change the way people connect with their feline housemates. So this was on Kickstarter? It was on Kickstarter. Does it give any like details on like how much money it... How much money it, 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 pl- it needed? Yeah, it had uh, 2,022 backers uh, with a goal of $36,500. And they made they made their goal uh, with fifty two thousand one hundred seventy nine dollars. God damn, we need to get on a Kickstarter. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a licky brush. Would you? Are you gonna buy one? I've got three. No, you don't. Yeah. Are you gonna buy one? No, I'm not gonna buy one. Why? It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen <laughs> I, in my that's, life. <laughs> I like just even seeing it. <laughs> And then seeing it in action, like it doesn't, it doesn't help it at all. It doesn't sell it for you. No, like it doesn't help it. I, I like you were on the fence and then you saw it and you're like, eh. no, no, I wasn't. I was running the uh, the opposite direction as the whole you, time. Oh yes. You want to know how much it costs? Yeah, I am interested. The licky brush retails uh, anywhere between uh, twenty five dollars and thirty six dollars, just Holy depending on the shit. The type of uh, licky brush. The type of licky brush. You know, you the 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 different uh, strengths. You know, you've got probably the soft and and medium grade, just like a toothbrush. Um, but all kinds of stuff for your cat's pleasure and your bonding uh, relationship. Where and where do they sell the licky brush? Uh, well, shoot, it looks like uh, you can get it in the classic pink color at uh, Amazon.com. For twenty four ninety nine, uh, eBay for thirty four thirty four. Oh yeah, right here. So it, hold on here. Yeah, <laughs> I am looking at a pink one, classic pink, available on Amazon. And ladies and gentlemen, this is an Amazon's choice item, PDX Pet Design Licky Brush. Oh, <laughs> packaging looks fairly nice. And it says, right in the part that you put into your mouth, lick your cat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> this is such a ridiculous... Okay. Hold, hold on, there's, I think there's a live action video. Oh, it's buffering. I think it's going to work. Even the cat looks like that's what the stupidest going... shit they've ever seen. They're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> the licky brush. Okay. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. I got wait, an idea no, no, no. for Wait, no, no, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Okay, what's your idea first? No, go ahead. Okay, I, I'm... <laughs> keep that idea locked in. I just, I found some reviews of oh, it online. Oh, damn you, that's what I was going to read. Uh, I, I got one. Uh, this is from Onogo Customer. Uh, review, it works really well at shedding hair, easily cleaned, and a great gift for any crazy cat owners. We got a one-star review of the Licky Brush here, though, next I want to read real quick. 
My cat didn't like it at all. In fact, he hated it. <laughs> he would run every time he saw the thing heading his way. Unfortunately, there are no refunds. I guess he was one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, so there, there is on this one item 62 customer reviews. It's getting 3.6 out of 5 stars. There's actual pictures of cats, <laughs> the licky brush, and what appears to be a worn one. Awesome. My wife loves when I use this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even think of those that's other a, applications. That's, that's what someone just said. That's what someone just said. Oh, here, here we go. Oh, no. Here, here's another one. It says, I, I had been waiting excitingly for this. To be available since I first heard about it nearly nine months ago. Oh man, they've been they've been oh, on the hype on, train for this one. Holy shit, this is a hell of a review. <laughs> Did they write? Um, I I put up with a lot of, a lot from people making fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me being more excited, I didn't care who laughed if it made my baby happy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Over time, I got very defensive. <laughs> I couldn't mention it without lots of interesting comments. It was pretty expensive for a chunk of silicone, but I understand manufacturing issues in a new product. It looks silly, but silly is fun. The idea... (laughs) I don't know, no, it just keeps going, dude. The, The idea if licking a cat seems strange, but since when is strange a bad thing? I can't I tell if it's just, a troll or not. No, I can't either, man. And then they go into like doing stuff with cat number one and cat <laughs> number two. Check this, and it's a verified purchase. Oh my god. Um, my kid wanted this. It's better in concept than uh, execution. The cats hated it and ran away. Oh, oh uh, man, this. That was a really, <laughs> a really good one. The that was one, a really the, detailed review. <laughs> oh, dude, it was that thing's like, if you've got a smartphone, it fills your smartphone. Like this thing was inches Amazon thick, man, which is crazy. That's like a Harry Bo uh, gummy bears review right there. Yeah, man, that's the uh, <sighs> my favorite though is awesome. My wife loves one of these. That's so good. Uh, yeah. uh, so are you, are you buying a licky brush for your cat or your wife? Oh, my God. No, hold on, hold on. Hold on. It gets better. So customer questions. <laughs> Why does this exist? I don't know if the designers have the exact same thoughts, but my version goes like this. And then they go on. The next one. This is incredible. Can I express my dog's anal glance with <laughs> Yes, sir, you can. Oh, my God. As long as you and your dog are in a healthy, consistent relationship <laughs> with open communication. Oh, oh, my God. Dude, I think we should just start finding Amazon products oh. with reviews because this is the funniest. They've got, well, they've got to be on a gadget or product level that is equal to or greater than the licky brush because this is hilarious <coughs> these oh. comments this is incredible i will never purchase such you'll a never thing, purchase but... i'm never i'm not buying a licky brush either uh, you can uh <laughs> just just for those that may be purchasing this item it comes in at 
four inches by three inches by two and a weight of oh listen to this this whole this whole thing just gets better item weight is 6.4 ounces shipping weight is 2.4 ounces <laughs> that's what it says it expands <laughs> no it, re- it reduced it reduces in size so it, item weight is 6.4 ounces shipping weight is 2.4 ounces so how did where did the other four ounces go Got lickied right off. It, I guess so. They lickied it at the at the uh, manufacturer. Damn, there's even in a whole thing. This is the first one I ever saw about. Uh, look at this. There's about your start about the startup with a whole description. So Describe your product in three words. Lick <laughs> your cat. Cat. So say what you will about the product. Those people. In their development of the advertising, on point. On point. Dude, and I guarantee this is bought more as a gag gift than anything else because it's funny as shit. I legitimately, when I saw the review that said this would be a great stocking stuffer, I legitimately said, you know what? <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, they are. They're, they're spot on. 25 bucks. I wish it was cheaper because then... I would contemplate because it's literally like throwing twenty five bucks down the drain, but it is damn funny. <laughs> the video was incredible. Um, wow! Check out the licky brush, guys. Available on Amazon, folks. Uh, all right, that's it for the episode. So throw your headphones to the floor. Make sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Culture Jack. And of course, if you guys like this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, and tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.